0: I acknowledge that the land I work, live, and play on is the unceded territory of the Coast Salish peoples, including the territories of the Musqueam, Squamish, and Tsleil-Waututh nations. Welcome to VanXVan, I'm Doug Vandele, your host, and I'm joined today by comedian, writer, and editor-in-chief of The Hard Drive on HardTimes.net mr jeremy kaplowitz how's it going jeremy hey how are you i'm good thanks first of all uh h- how did you get involved with the hard times and what led to you becoming editor-in-chief of the hard drive um i
1: uh i just uh you know the hard times is like an open application to anyone who wants to write for them and i had been writing for a bunch of other websites i wrote for like cracked for a long time and i was doing stand-up and i was writing for um I had like a small little thing above average, which used to used to be like a a, a satire website, uh, and then it, it shut down, and I was looking for places to write, and I was always a big fan of the hard times, but I was a little intimidated by the punk rock stuff, and then I finally, finally applied. I was a writer for them in their pitch group.
0: Cool, and did you come up with the hard drive?
1: Um, not really, but I was one of the people who started it, so run this facebook page called lizard people lizard people of new york and it was a satire a satirical version of humans of new york where i would take the photos and i would change the captions to be like uh lizard people we we were were working with um we were trying to like expand it we didn't know how so i was talking to uh matt sankum who runs the hard times and we came up with this idea to do like a satirical uh alt-right website where it was kind of like like leaning into the whole lizard people thing and doing like uh, making fun of like alex jones and it was this website called truthbang it was a huge uh failure and it didn't go very well but after about a few months uh matt was like hey i really like you as an editor and i'm starting up a video game thing do you want to you know help run that so that's how that happened
0: had you been writing much like a video game satire for other publications before that
1: Honestly, no, I hadn't really been writing. I mean, I've always been like a fan of video games. I never like was a diehard. Like a lot of people, you know, are like really hardcore. Like I'm a gamer and all that stuff. And I I never really was that super into it, but I had like, you know, some, some knowledge and, um, it was a good excuse to buy a Nintendo switch and a PS4 and and, like really get into it again.
0: Were you able to, uh, make that a a tax write-off? For the business? Uh, no, no, I was not. Oh, I wish. Yeah, you're down in the US there, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're up in uh, Canada here. I'm not sure the rules on that, but um, when I was back in Australia, I just wrote mm-hmm. off whatever I could get away with. I'm
1: sure there's a way to do it, but I'm I'm too stupid to figure it out.
0: So what's your uh, process for coming up with these headlines and articles?
1: Uh, so we, we have a pitch group that's like... Um it's got kind of like there's like 200 people in the hard times pitch group and there's about 200 people in the hard drive pitch group and i'd say of those 200 in each there's maybe like 20 to 30 active people in it and every day people pitch just headlines to the group um, because essentially any good santer article whether especially like in the age of the internet uh, whether it's onion or reductress or hard times um, it's sort of like a one-liner punchline in the headline and then the articles are sort of just like expanding on that premise so we just start with just the headline, and we pitch those in the group, and then people are sort of encouraged to like like them or comment on them, and then um, the the top ones every week, and we go through them and we discuss them, and then we assign them out to all the uh, writers.
0: So how is how is that done? Is that a an in person thing?
1: Um, well, we're all over the country. You know, I live in um, I live in New York, and a lot of the hard times people are in L.A. and and so on. So we always do it over uh, like Google Hangouts, stuff like that.
0: Uh, you talked about this all the uh the satire writing um the hard drive mm. uh what did you do before that
1: I was uh, I started doing like stand-up and stuff like that when I was in college so I've been doing comedy for a long time but it was usually stand-up before I was I got into more writing
0: uh, let's go into uh lizard people of New York sure a little bit more was that a uh, part of the hard times when you did it
1: it was like, it was before, I'm not sure which predates which, but the Wizard People, I was a senior in college and I, and I was just doing them uh, just on my own. It's like a Facebook page. And then I probably, I graduated in 2015. So I think the summer of 2014 is when I started uh, Wizard People of New York. Um, yeah, so I was doing that in college as a, as a senior in college. And then, um, I, when I graduated college, I I tried to start writing more, uh, like long form and like writing for websites. And I think right around like the fall of 2016 is when I started writing for the hard times.
0: So you said you started that in college. Did you study journalism?
1: No, I studied, um, economics, which, uh, I don't, you know, particularly use that often.
0: I remember seeing Lizard People of New York way back in the day when it was out. What were some of the more popular uh popular pictures or i guess you'd say articles I kind think uh i mean
1: right around like 2014-2015 was like getting into the 2016 election in in the US and there's definitely a lot of like fodder for you know, quote making up fake quotes for for political candidates as if they were wizard people. Those were all pretty popular. I think there was like a, a Hillary Clinton one I had. It's hard to look back at it because I feel like political humor even like on the internet has changed so much since like 2014 when we were just like like now if you like make like Donald Trump jokes so hacky and and back then they were a lot more fresh.
0: Oh totally. I was gonna say to back like at it. as a as a satire writer, as a satire editor, Um, And I'm sure you get asked this question a lot, but do you find it's, it's harder to, harder or easier to create satire now with so many insane real headlines? I think it's harder.
1: I think it's definitely worse in a lot of ways. It's made comedy a lot worse Um, because it's like, it's, it's annoying to make jokes about things that are just constantly like the, if the news is funnier than the joke that you're going to make, then it just feels like goofy.
0: Have you, have you ever considered making articles that could just be real, real articles as like a <laughs> spin on that?
1: Um, we we actually had a really big argument, not like big argument, but like for, for our sake. Well, um, we, right before Game of Thrones started up, we were going to do an article that was just um, HBO cancels Game of Thrones, like right before, like the day before the final the final season started. And we had this big argument about whether or not people would, um would would think it's real or not and uh w- one of the things that we always try to do is make sure that like people are always gonna assume or, or think that jokes that we make are real but we always try to say like at least if we can look at it like you can know it's a joke like you, we're not trying to trick people generally are you a new dm are you an experienced dm doesn't matter listen to dms of vancouver for great dming advice
0: is that kind of where the line gets drawn between fair use parody law and uh defamation uh i
1: don't know about the law but definitely just from like a creative standpoint like i there's a lot of like quote-unquote satire websites that are just tricking people to get clicks and generally i mean like that's not i don't know what the fun in, in that is i guess that's just like a business decision at that point but like for us it's always fun like people are gonna think it's a think it's real every time because like a lot of people see these jokes but like we always want to make sure that we're making a joke.
0: I love that uh, That subreddit, Ate the onion. Yeah, yeah. Do you ever find, uh, have you ever had any articles you've written end up there?
1: Oh, yeah, a lot, yeah. I would say every article that we write, at least one or two people will be like, this is stupid, like, and then someone will be like, this isn't real.
0: What are some of your favorite or, if you don't feel like answering that, most popular uh, articles that sure. you've written?
1: I wrote this climate change article very early on on the website that I was always proud of, where it was like, um, like climate scientists predict Mario levels will be underwater by 2025. Oh, that was you? I always like the ones. Yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, I love that article.
1: That's one of my, my favorites of my own.
0: I'll cut this this question out if, uh, you don't want to, but can we talk about Ace Watkins?
1: Yeah, sure. We, I, I, will talk about whatever. You don't have to cool. cut anything out.
0: Well, yeah, I, I just didn't know from our, uh, because this email chain started, actually, as Yes. I was trying to, in character, uh, try and interview yes. the character Ace Watkins, because I, I think it's the, maybe my favorite account on Twitter at the moment. <laughs> um, Thank you. So, for the listeners who aren't initiated, why don't you just tell us a little bit about uh, who Ace Watkins is?
1: Sure. So um, Ace Watkins is, of course, the only gamer running for president of the United States. Uh, you know, Donald Trump wants to run America like a business, and that hasn't worked. So we're, we're putting in Ace to run America like a video game.
0: Yeah, as he, as he says, uh, Donald Trump wants to make America great again. Ace Watkins wants to make America get good. I love that. Yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> Thank you. So you run the account?
1: Uh, yeah, I'm definitely one of the main people who does along with like some of the other editors of, um, the hard times like Andy Holt, Kevin Flynn, uh, my gamer or two, three of the, the people who do it. And then also, um, Phil Jameson is the comedian who plays Ace Watkins and he's uh, really, really funny and I'm very happy. I, I never met him before this and it's cool to be working with him.
0: Yeah, it, t- it took me way too long, admittedly, to figure out that Phil Jameson and Ace Watkins were the same guy uh, <laughs> in the picture because I followed I followed uh, Phil Jameson before yeah. Game of Press came around. And um, did did you come up with the character?
1: Um, sort of like th- like back in a backwards way, where like you know the hard drive Twitter account we just make like dumb jokes all the time, and um for like the last like maybe like year and a half. I've been just making dumb tweets about, like, man, you know, if there was a gamer president, then we'd finally have Skate 4 and stuff like that. Or, like, you know, whoever wants to be president should just promise a Pokemon MMO. And um, they're really popular. And we, we tried making these T-shirts that just said a gamer for president. But uh, people didn't really care about them because I think they were just, like, weird. I don't know. There's, like, a weird joke. And then we came up with the idea of, like, putting an actual character behind it. and And that's where that happened.
0: What are some of the wildest interactions that you've had uh, behind the, the Ace Watkins pseudonym? Um,
1: I mean, every single day we get like a, a DM on Twitter from people asking if he's real, which is bizarre to me.
0: I wonder if, uh, if anyone's going to donkey vote for Ace Watkins. Can you donkey <laughs> you know vote what? in the American be system? Because I, I know in Australia we've got a paper ballot, but like you guys use machines over there or something. Uh, depends on where you are, I think. I I know there was like a lot of uh, a lot of people wishfully thinking that Trump was just trying to like mm. was just just doing a prank the whole time <laughs> and then obviously you know what happened and as we said it's it's hacky to joke about Trump but do do you think that uh, Game of Thrones would have happened uh, under a different regime?
1: it's hard to say yeah i really don't know i do i do think that i mean in a small way i guess donald trump opened the door for for jokes like gamer president even though we don't because stranger things have
0: happened right like he's the only thing to me that uh makes ace Watkins unrealistic is he's clearly too young to run for president right
1: yeah yeah he's he's yeah that's true if we if we um if phil was older maybe we could we could just have him legitimately run i don't know
0: yeah, I mean, then you could you could do the the speaking tours and things. I don't know I don't know. Uh, maybe in I don't know how old he is, but maybe in seven odd years. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, that'd be weird. I mean, I live in New York, and in the general election, uh, New York like will go blue one hundred percent of the time. So like, I don't know. I might vote as Watkins. Why not?
0: What party do you think he'd run under? It Would be an independent. Um, I mean we
1: definitely try really hard to avoid like the stereotype of racist gamer so like he has kind of just ended up being very left-wing if you look at his jokes
0: he seems like a good like, dude yeah honestly i, f- I find myself very in- endeared towards him
1: yeah we really want to avoid the like people kept being as soon as we made the account everyone was like oh is when is ace gonna say the n-word is that the end of the joke is like ace is gonna say the n-word and it's like no, like we're not gonna make Phil say the N-word in a video. Like we're gonna just like let's like avoid all of those easy jokes and do, you know, something we actually agree with.
0: I, I found myself uh yesterday tricked by the Hideo Kojima parody account. I don't know if you've seen that one. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I wonder if there's any kind of uh crossover to be had there. It was with the um the you, you won't be able to drink Game of Girl bath water in Death Stranding, <laughs> so stop asking.
1: Or with the fake, the fake Hideo, yeah, Not the real one.
0: Well, the real one, his handle is is uh, Kojima Hideo, and so the mm-hmm. fake one, the handle is Hideo Kojima. So it's like almost looks looks like more convincing. You just don't don't have that blue tick.
1: <laughs> That's so weird.
0: What what do you see as the uh, the future of the uh, the Game of Press account? Because I imagine after the election, mm-hmm. uh, it may lose a bit of steam.
1: <laughs> yeah i don't know i mean we're doing a live show in like a week which would be really interesting just as like an experiment to see what would happen because we're going to write like a little speech for him he'll do, he'll tell he'll do like a you know 10 or 15 minute like gamer political rally which i think is going to be really interesting because you know I, the tweets have been really successful i'm really happy about it but we've never done we've never put them up in front of an audience and you know any comedian knows that like twitter doing well you know there's no real correlation between it doing well live so it's gonna be really interesting to see how that goes maybe we'll do more of that because maybe after the election he just thinks he won and he just starts like putting out laws i don't know it's gonna be weird we have like a year i guess
0: when did you say you were doing that
1: uh it's gonna be a week or the 29th so what is that 12 days or so
0: oh right so it's coming up quick
1: yeah it'll be interesting to see how it goes yeah, we' cool. got a bunch of comedians i really like who m- many of which are like sort of nerd culture people like um Samantha ruddy and and mike Drucker are both like comedians i know who play a lot of video games so I'm curious to see how, how those worlds uh mix together
0: nice uh so so they'll be speaking as well or or is it just a uh a nice walk of a
1: going to be sort of like a stand-up show we're going to like we want to dip our toes into the whole thing so it's going to be like essentially just a stand-up show with a bunch of stand-up comedians and then ace is going to do like a 10 to 15 minute speech at the end and depending on how that goes we're thinking maybe like do a show in like a city nearby or maybe do like a mock debate down the line you know we just want to see like how it goes in front of an audience
0: yeah cool and and where is that happening
1: that's going to be in manhattan on the 29th it'll be a uh, caveat
0: Cool, and so uh, side. I, okay, guess, I guess if there's any listeners over there... Actually, this is coming out way in the future, uh, so sorry you missed <laughs> so it. So you'll know by
1: then how it went.
0: Yeah, and oh, oh my god, and how was that crazy Ace Watkins uh, controversy that happened on uh, October 22nd? <laughs> <laughs> Get a comment? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but... Listen, he's uh, <laughs> a good
1: guy, but I don't work with him anymore, so... <laughs>
0: Yeah, you, you you've burned those bridges, you've cut those ties.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Anyway, this is a uh, pretty short form podcast. Thanks so much for uh, making the time to talk with me tonight.
1: Oh, yeah, thanks for having me.
0: Is there anything you'd like to plug on the way up?
1: Um, you know, uh, we got Ace, we got Hard Drive. I guess uh, just go, you know, find me on Twitter or something.
0: Cool. What's your what's your handle there?
1: I my I'm at uh, Jeremy Smiles.
0: Thanks for listening to Van X Van. You can find me on Twitter at Doug Vandalay and the show at VanXVancast. If you enjoyed the show, please consider leaving us a review on Podchaser or iTunes. It's the best way for us to grow at no cost to you. We're also on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash cavegoblins. I'm Doug Vandalay. See you next time.